everybody, welcome to a new episode of Kyle's Communist Book Club. My name is Kyle. We're here. It is July 8th, Friday. It has been a very, very trying week in the United States. There have been shootings. There's been a bombing. And just today, Biden taking an executive order on uh, abortion, actually doing something to protect people. In today's episode, we're just going to lightly touch on a lot of this. We're here live on Twitch. It is a time when uh, I I see a lot of comments coming in. People are pretty stressed. We're debating right now what can be done to try and turn America around. So this could be a little bit of a rambly episode. I'll remind you, if you're listening to the podcast at home, uh, you can catch us live on Twitch almost every night of the week. The streams start about 6 p.m. Eastern time. The only nights we're not here Wednesdays, we're active in the Discord server that night. And Sundays, I think, is my one reprieve that I'm not doing a live stream. But uh, every other night, 6 p.m. Eastern time, we're starting to work in a lot more communist material to our theme of the stream. It's coming up a lot more, a lot, a lot more. Been streaming in the politics category a lot. We're meeting really great people from around the globe, uh, communists from many countries. We've got people representing from South America. We've got people representing from Eastern Europe in chat. It's really forming up to be a nice collective of people. And that gets back to previous topics on the podcast of mutual aid networks and working with parties, working with divisions across the globe, trying to branch out beyond what we've just got. For the people curious right off the bat about the shootings that I'm referencing, I'll, I'll let chat pour in some extra stuff to kind of help me out and guide me through some of this. But the number one I'm looking at is the case of seven Americans being killed at the 4th of July parade. Uh, I'll just go ahead and read what this little CNN article, this one's dated from um, uh, Wednesday, July 6th. It says, what was supposed to be a patriotic celebration turned into a day of tragedy and fear when a gunman killed seven people and injured dozens more at a 4th of July parade in Highland Park, Illinois. Now yet another American community is grieving the loss of family and friends. Among those killed are the parents of a two-year-old boy, two beloved grandparents, and a lifelong synagogue member. It goes on to talk about the ages of some of these people. Uh, Arena and Kevin McCarthy, ages 35 and 37. Catherine Goldstein, age 46. It says in total, about 45 people were injured or killed in the shooting, according to Lake County Sheriff's Office. This article goes on to do uh, in memoriams for the people that were killed. And I'm kind of scrolling through this. I guess maybe I'll pop this up so chat can see it too. Um, But just this is the world we're living in now where going to a parade to celebrate America is turning into insane fascist neo-Nazi right-wing elements just letting go, letting just bam, 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 bam. It's extremely troubling because this is all based on rhetoric that our right-wing news figures, politicians, they're all spewing this. And now we're just living in this bad, bad world of confusion. I'm seeing a lot of my chat talking about things like, what do you think of Communist Party of America? What, you know, what do we think about our government trying to step up and act? And honestly, too little, too late. As far as I see it, we are well past a point of civil, civilized return to peace and order. That is not going to happen. It's not going to happen because for all the years that Trump was in office and much longer than that, but especially during those years, full radicalization was allowed. Trump endorsed white nationalist groups. He retweeted people that would yell things like white power. 
He stoked very openly the flames. And anyone out there can say, oh, but Kyle, you know, president, uh, what does that mean? As much as you want to not believe that the American president has power, you know, you want to think that the office is irrelevant or whatever. There are millions of people, especially children, that look up to that position and go, oh, wow, that's our leader. What they say must be correct. It is funny, though, uh, funny in a not haha way that they so quickly change their opinion on that stuff as soon as like a Democratic politician is in office. Oh, well, we shouldn't trust them. We shouldn't uh, even validate the election results for that. It's a lot of really intense uh, cognitive dissidence, people just fracturing their own brain so they can hold two different views of the world at the same time. It makes no sense. It There were more shootings than just this, but I'm, I might just leave it at the 4th of July parade. It's showing people, it's a demonstration to people that it's no longer safe to go out in the streets. People are being coerced into feeling uncomfortable. And this is coupled with a lot of Republican politicians trying to take away voting rights. This is on the coattails of removing ways for people to vote from home. So more suppression of the vote. And how does that work? Well, a lot of leftists recognize that the GOP does not like handicapped people, does not like people of minority groups. I mean, I, I feel like I'm saying stuff that's very obvious, but it needs to be said again, just as a reminder that the GOP actively works against these groups. And by taking away the ability for these groups to even cast their vote, that is the suppression right there. But when you couple it with the idea that it's also dangerous for able-bodied people to go out there and vote, you can see how they're certainly just trying to oppress, repress, and strike fear into the hearts of left-leaning voters in this country. It's nothing new. I mean, if you've ever tried to have a, a communist flag in this country, you see the amount of crap you get for it. There's people that just do not know what's going on. And that's kind of one of the ideas that's coming up here in stream today was people asking, you know, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think could happen? One of my scarier ideas that I just put forward is I think we're going to get to the point where our Democratic politicians who I don't have any personal faith in. I don't think they're going to save us. But I think we're going to start seeing a world where they come under a lot of physical attacks. We already saw that right after Roe v. Wade was overturned or abortion uh, protection laws here in the country. We already saw that up in, uh, was that Rhode Island chat where the police officer who's running for the GOP ticket, he punched his female Democratic running mate, punched her, punched, punched, physical punched violence he's running he's a police officer serve and protect punched a woman who is his opposition and i i really want to drive home the gender disparity here um why well these are traditional values people so they don't believe in any kind of freedoms of gender you know they're they're very old oh, man this woman this well, i guess that's the problem though isn't it chat they believe that men should have the right to punch women i mean let, let's face it that's traditional values beat your kids beat your wife that's the america they want to restore I, this isn't secret this isn't like a guessing game i'm not making this stuff up these are puritan values that america was colonized under so when they say they want to take it back to the good old days have no question in your mind that does mean owning women like property owning minorities like property and unaliving, killing your uh, other minority groups, your LGBT folks. Uh, there's no gap in this. And I know I can sound extreme 
missed. But are we not much further past the idea of, oh, Kyle, you're being alarmist. I mean, come on. What else do I got to say? Right wing politicians punching women. Check. Right wingers saying that they should use treason laws to arrest gay people for, quote, supposedly perverting the minds of children. Check. Right wingers actually sexually abusing children pretty openly. Case in point, Trump talking about, you know, being able to grab women by the pussy, saying, well, I could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue, you know, all these sort of things. And then with the pictures of them next to people like Epstein and the rest, come on, people, we need to wake up and take a take a real deep breath of some painful air. You know what I mean? We can't keep breathing in our, our just our flavored vapes for a second. We need to go out and taste the terrible air that is uh, modern America, that is all of our freedoms getting washed down the drain. So bringing this back around, making this more of a, a, a strong strike back conversation, because I'm not one to just dwell in the crap. You know, I, I don't think that we should be taking any of this lying down. I was asked a good question. Let's go up there. I'm curious about your ideal scenario, asked Arctic Mule. Do you think the goal would be to go on the offensive and overthrow the government and create a new America under a more communist regime? I'm just curious about the ideal goal. Arctic Mule, that's a great question. It ties directly into the Kyle's Communist Book Club idea, which is us talking about how to organize. The important part about communism is there are a dozen different ways to get it done. There's many different ways to go about it, and the important thing is adapting it for your country's needs. So here in America, what does that mean? Well, our biggest problem is that a lot of Americans do not want to help other people. So communism as a whole fights a really uphill battle. How does that look for us? I got to say, we're honestly too far out for me to give you a perfect ideal goal. I mean, I can sit here and I can brainstorm one. My biggest fear is a lot of people are going to hear what I'm saying and they're going to pick it apart piece after piece as communists are prone to do and be like, that's not theory and this is this and I don't like that and I want a different system. It's true. And I understand. I, I don't join other communist parties at times because I don't like their systems. There's a big American Communist Party, um, Party of Communists USA. I strongly disagree with some of their values because their values could break their own constitution of their own party, their own party constitution. So we should be organizing. We really need to. It's what our group is trying to do through our Revelator Pioneer program. We're trying to get people learning communist theory. We're trying to get people to learn firearm skills. We're trying to get people actually organizing with their own community, growing crops. Just last night, we taught people how to sew with a sewing machine. We did it on stream so people could see it because mending clothing, uh, you know, fixing uh, any kind of fabric. These are things that people are going to need the skill of if our society upends. And when we're looking at people calling out treason laws to arrest gay people, when we're looking at taking rights away from women in a huge way, uh, I mean, our society is just literally on the brink of collapse. And I, I don't think a lot of us want to, we just don't want to think about that, right? We don't want to acknowledge that. That's uncomfortable. And I'm with you guys. I'm, I'm here with you all in that way. I don't want to go out and just buy a ton of supplies. I'd rather spend it on video games too. I mean, I'm with you. I'm a human. I, I want to just relax and watch Netflix. I, I feel you. But we're just not in that world anymore. It's gone. I mean, it's gone. Uh, we were talking earlier. We are facing a real situation of, will we drag the alt-right out of the offices kicking and screaming, or will they drag us out of the offices kicking and screaming? There really isn't a gentle middle ground anymore. 
the only way in America that we can kind of get back to that gentle middle ground, let me let me define, we, we sometimes have people, not in my chat, but I see it on the internet, people saying still, I wish we could get back to normal. Let me remind folks that normal in the United States, meaning pre-2016, still had immense police violence toward people of color or any minority group for that matter. We already had people attacking women's rights for reproductive rights and just gender equality in the office. And when I say women for a second, I, I, I do want to include our trans friends in that too. I'm probably not using the most inclusive language and I'm sorry, chat, you can give me better words for this, please. But I just want to say that anyone that's, that's presenting as a woman, these are fundamental people. They do not see shades of gray. And honestly, the second you try and get them to see these shades of gray, that is where they're going to hang us. That's their goal. I mean, again, they're out there saying this stuff on the news. It's not me being alarmist when they're getting spots on Fox News being like, should we kill the gays with a bullet or is hanging them more effective? Again, I'm not making this stuff up. That's their segments. This is already, go look at this. And pardon me, sorry, it might not have been Fox News. Probably one of the more ex uh, further extreme elements that doesn't have to hide their rhetoric because... I don't know, what, what platform did they let that guy on, everyone, that wanted to shoot the gay people? Who, what platform, the treason law one? Treason laws against gay people. Let's do a quick Google search. Who's this? Because he just said it not that long ago. It's three weeks ago. Let's see, that's pride being attacked. Uh, Republicans in Texas are suing are sewing extremism into the fabric, right, right? Which is the guy that got, well, here's Texas pastor that says the gays should be shot in the back of the head, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. I'm thinking the one that went on TV and talked about trees and laws. I'll have to find that later. But anyway, they've been tossing around all these ideas that, uh, oh, pro-Trump pastor. No, that's the same one. Ah, anyway, we'll go find it later. The point is, uh, the rhetoric is full out there. Just do some quick Googling. I mean, you don't need to trust one outlet. That's the thing. It's not one outlet. This is being mass reported. There's no hiding of this stuff anymore. And that is the next step to the danger. That's the next step to the fight here, which is what does an ideal communist party look like, in my opinion? Oh, I have ideas, but we're just not there yet to even begin forming it. What we need are these vanguard parties, educated people that know communist material that can go out there and start talking. I'm not here to say that I'm the biggest, bestest, all-knowing communist. I'm not. I'm learning. I'm trying. And it's why we welcome other voices. It's why we welcome people that have input on these. We need to be sharing ideas. We need to be talking about ways we can protect our home and our community. Shan Solo in chat is volunteering. I can teach you all to knit. Please, please, we welcome these skills on board. This is a collective of people sharing survival and homesteading skills. What we need to be doing is building community. Again, America has very little community left. And the people in our world that are arguing for community, like, why is that lacking? The community that we hear yelled about all the time are controlled by folks like those pastors. A lot of small town communities don't exist anymore. There's many factors. But one of the reasons small town communities don't exist is they were controlled for so long religiously controlled by groups that want others to feel unwelcome. Why do minority neighborhoods in the United States suffer or appear like they're in really bad order? Because laws were put into place to push people into uncomfortable situations.
Look at our indigenous population in this country. We literally have pushed, 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 pushed into the most inhospitable areas of the country to take, 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 take away. That's under the guise of conformity. You know, if you can make people so uncomfortable that they'll give up their own identity to blend in, that's what a lot of America is built upon. That's it. So what do we do? What do we start doing? Like, how do we start organizing this Communist Party? Well, again, we need our theory. So here we're always promoting people to start reading Lenin. Lenin's great because Lenin is very accessible. There's audio books, free and paid, that you can get online. But Lenin talks a lot about the issues that we're facing right here and right now. That's where I think it's really timely. So Monday nights, join us on Twitch because we go through and we actually discuss them. Let me read some other comments in chat. Space is saying, I have neighbors that literally want to kill me. I cannot do anything about them vocalizing it either. They are technically allowed to say such things because they are technically not threats. Big issue right there. Temp says, oh, men have the right to punch women. Very well. Women also have the right to swiftly kick men in the balls. No, unfortunately, not true. I am with you there. But unfortunately, that is not how that will work. I assure you under a theocratic right-wing patriarchy, I'm, my words, they will strike back using extremely humiliating and extremely anti-female genitals approaches. I, how, what did, how do I word this to all of you? I don't know if this is too much. For some people, this is gonna be really triggering, so I will give you a second to like cover your ears and your eyes because I'm gonna start recounting some things that Nazis and other groups have done to women that will show you why. It's, it's not gonna be that fair, right? It, we wish if a man punched a woman, a woman should be able to beat the ever-letting daylights out of him is you know, my counter. But here you go, the trigger warning's in full effect. But when we start living in a system where the bureaucracy supports the man and a woman strikes back, I mean, it can get real dark from simple things like detaining the woman and the police station, beating, raping her. This is common in other countries too, currently, folks. Like, again, this isn't like Kyle's, oh, he's making it up, he's being alarmist. No, 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 no. I mean, I can give you cases of this sort of stuff happening. Um, we also might start to see mutilation. Would not be the first time that a patriarchy has taken it out against women by removing their breasts, castration of, you know, the female body, like chemically otherwise. This sort of stuff happens. And, and I mean, it really is probably going to start here because these politicians that we have want this. They are not afraid to say they want this kind of extreme physical control. There is no real hiding anymore. I mean, again, I know I surely sound alarmist, but these are just, I, I, I'm visualizing, there's a picture in my head of what, what the Nazis did to certain women. I mean, I've got some strong imagery of women hanging breastless, uh, hung by the neck in squares. Dark, dark, dark stuff. But again, when you've got a pastor down the street who's questioning should gay people be alive or not, they're advocating for what I'm talking about, right? Whether it's their specific idea or not, they're gonna let that come to pass. They are so gonna let that come to pass. So uh, maybe again, enough of my fear mongering for today, but I, a real good question that was asked in chat. Like, well, you know, why not just fight back? Why not punch back? Because the law's not gonna let us. It's where I see some friends from overseas. I've got some Russian friends that look at our situation and go, but you still have the tools to make it happen. 
they were saying this, you know, back when the war started and when, when Russia, you know, invaded Ukraine, they're saying, but you, you know, in America, you still have the tools. And I was like, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it looks that way to an outsider, but like the offices that we have are set and now we're just waiting for the dominoes to fall. We're waiting for the rest of this stuff to fall in line. Scary. What is the end game? Asked Shan. Domination. Domination. Domination of women. Domination of children. Domination of minority groups. Power. Centralizing power is the end game that they're after. We could go into like more and more and more and more and more detail. But here, let me read. Let me actually, I've still got this article up. Because Shan, this will actually probably help you out. This is me reading from that article about the Texas pastor. Um, this one I'm grabbing from Newsweek. Quote, because there's no such thing as trans kids, there's only abusive parents, period. And it goes on to say he suggested jailing parents, quote, for abusing their children's minds, end quote. Added that teachers who are, quote, teaching the LGBT transgenderism furries, you know, the groomers, any sexual orientation communication and the, the school system should be immediately terminated. And quote here, another bit, held for abusing young children. Burns went on to compare the, quote, indoctrination, he says, taking place in America with Nazi Germany. He says that in 1922, Nazi Germany all over again when they were indoctrinating children before Hitler came to power in 1933. There were children in 1922. They were indoctrinating those young minds then. They're doing it now in America. So here is a pastor who's actually saying what the Nazis did was correct. He's he's backing them, saying, you know what? Hitler was right. Uh, we should, uh, you know, we should go in there, too. We should use, you know, bludgeons and all kinds of tools of immense violence. We should be harming the parents for daring to let them do this. We should be harming the teachers for daring to let them do this. I don't <laughs> I'd say it's un-American to back Hitler, but it's actually very American to side with the Nazis. I mean, a lot of eugenics, the eugenics ideas that Hitler had were borrowed from the United States. Uh, we were talking earlier about Operation Paperclip, bringing, you know, these people back into America. This is the sort of stuff we're living with. And I, again, I'm sorry to everyone that might want like a chillax stream or just a chillax night. But we are here to talk about these heavy, heavy, heavy hitting issues because we can't ignore this anymore, especially if we're going to have people like uh, what is, is it Rick Santor or who, who's going to who's running? Oh, DeSantis is going to run. Sorry, I had read uh, other guy's name a second ago. DeSantis, Rick DeSantis, he's going to be running for president, right? Out of Florida. I think uh, he's doing a presidential run in the next round is the talk. And if he gets in there, things are going to be full fascist hellscape. I mean, full, full, full. Not that we're not there already. I mean, we are. We are seeing that now. But it's going to get... Extreme, extreme. So let's talk about more extremism and, and why, just so I'm not aimlessly rambling. Let's talk about the bombing this week. The Georgia Guidestones blown up. So in Georgia and the United States, a monument was blown up. This monument was deemed by right-wing personalities as a satanic site. Weirdly enough, I mean, it actually had eugenics terminology on it, so... Uh, not really something, I mean, false flag says you can, you know, do anything you want, anytime you want. The idea of using a false flag attack to spur people's fear. 
doesn't matter if you blow your own house up or your enemy's house. You know, the idea of a false flag attack is this idea that, you know, oh, look, look out. Oh, you're just striking fear into the hearts. So we could say, haha, funny, you blew up your own guide stones. But it's definitely not that funny. There's a lot of fear to unpack in here. By the way, welcome, Reform. Welcome to chat. This is scary and picked up in a lot of our paranormal communities because this feels very much the step before our own version of like a crystal knock situation where we're just going to have unprecedented violence set off against minority groups. In this case, talking about occult practitioners, those that might call themselves pagan or specifically, I mean, let's be, let's cast the net wider. Anyone that practices Islam or Judaism in the United States, but this isn't going to be a picky sort of situation. I want to remind people that fundamentalists, again, see things as black or white. There isn't gray. Gray is oppositional. Gray is the enemy. That's why we're talking about this in really big, broad strokes. That's why I am simplifying some of this down to just very basic sort of tenets is they think that way. And to think for us to talk to ourselves like, no, they don't. There's a heart in there. There's some compassion. I don't know how much heart and compassion is there when they're out there cheering for those senators, those politicians that are like, let's kill the gays. There's not heart and passion. That's a violent mob. That's mob idea and mentality. That's people just jumping on a bandwagon because they want to let their aggression out. That's where you get people that sign up to be the brown shirts, the thugs of fascism, is because... I'm sure for a lot of men, this is me sort of tangenting a bit, but one of the things that these groups do teach their traditionally young white men is abstaining from masturbation, abstaining from release mechanisms. Part of brainwashing these folks, they are uh, really, really, really trying to get them edged up there in a very, very angry way. They want these people to go out there and attack indiscriminately, right? This is supposed to be a fear campaign. That's the other part to this element is this is a fear tactic. These people are out there instilling fear, going back to that false flag idea, going back to this bombing, going back to the shooting. It's all about keeping people scared and doubting because eventually you want them to doubt the system, right? You want these people, you want the average American voter to just uh, well, I want I want security. I want safety and security. So I'm willing to give away more personal freedoms and liberty. So let's let's just let the militia groups take over. That's Hitler stormtroopers right there, folks. That's Hitler stormtroopers. Hi, Duco. Welcome aboard. I do read chat. We're in the middle of recording a little bit of a podcast right now. As a reminder to people listening at home in the podcast, whenever you're catching this, we are live over on twitch.tv forward slash Kyle Paranormal. I do take ch- uh, questions from chat. We talk a lot in the politics category, almost five days a week here. So we will talk your ear off until literally you don't have an ear. But at this moment, I just try and take one or two questions out of here. It's a good good question. Good good thing to get us talking. And that's why also as a a just quick reiteration to people in chat, not not even this group, but again, the people at home listening, a kind of a new strategy we've adopted with these streams. We do allow people to bring in one anti-communist question at a time. We've had a lot of like trolls come in and try and fire hose us with 12 different talking points like, well, that and this and this and that. Those people we will time out. Like we're here for good conversation. If you have honest questions about communism and stuff, it's going to be 
we will read your question and it is going to come down to how you word it. You know, if it's like, take down that trash red flag, ban. But if it's like, hey, Kyle, how do you think that, you know, what do you think about this problem that the Soviet Union faced in 1940? How do you think that a applies to America in 2022. Great question. Let's talk about that. So just as a, a heads up to my moderators, to people in chat, we take critical questions. We take uh, educational questions, you know, even a little bit contrarian questions. But when you're starting to think like, oh, my question's sort of contrarian, probably isn't the best place for a Twitch chat. You know what I mean? Go, go read a book. If you need the the the, the fun foundational education, we can provide some of that too. But ultimately, in those cases, I'll end up referring people to like better sources than I, because I am not the master of communism. I don't have you know the the whatever they've. I'm not anointed or crowned or whatever crap. You know, this is just a guy saying, look, I have these strong views, and we need to get our crap together here in this country because it's falling apart real fast. And we were saying earlier, by November, there might not be much of a country for us to be enjoying. Temp earlier says, wait. We're back to the stones for a second, saying the, the stones have the information on how to restart society. Those are the stones. Yes. The one that says, like, we should only have 500 uh, million people on the planet and blah, 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 blah. So there's a lot of that stuff. Oh, let's see. What else are I going to catch up on chat here? He's recording the pod. Yes, yes. Their hearts are gone, too. Country or lemmings. I need daddy to tell them what to think. There is a lot of strong man syndrome here in well, just, I guess, in the world, too, when people get afraid, they turn to an icon. And let's face it, communism has a ton of icons, right? We have Lenin. I have Lenin. I got Lenin everywhere. I've got Lenin candles. I have Lenin everywhere. Uh, but the important part behind is what does your strong man actually aim for, right? A lot of the strong men out there are trying to kill tons of innocent people, as we've been talking about all throughout. What we need are revolutionary heroes. We could seriously use some heroes on the left here. And that's one of our problems in America is we don't have heroes. Like we have a lot of wimpy people that just bend over. So, oh, Reform Juicer asks an interesting one. Kyle, do you get paid by Russia for pushing communist views? Russia isn't communist. Russia is an imperialist nation engaged in imperialist war. <laughs> down with the Russian Federation. Uh, sorry to any Russian friends listening. I know I have a couple, but I think you're also in agreement with me that uh, any imperialist nation needs to go. Although one of my friends did say nation might not be the best word. Country might be a better word, especially for people that aren't here in America. We use the word nation a lot. We use nationalism. That's our terminology for it. We often say the nation's being taken over or whatever, but just as a kind of explanation there. Yes. Russia's not communist. They don't pay. I do think they actually back one party, though, in the United States, one communist party. That's the one I mentioned earlier, the People's Co the Party of Party of Communist USA. They share around some real sketch videos that were Kremlin produced and talked to some friends. And it was not hard to trace the money back to see that, like, this is an organization that's getting funding from Putin. And if they're not, if any of their members are out there listening to me, you guys got huge divisions in your ranks, because if you don't believe that's how that party works, I had one of your recruiters tell that to me. So cleaning house might be necessary in the party. I didn't join them for that reason. He was like, you need to watch this Ukraine on fire documentary it was very inflammatory. And uh, was very racist, like Ukrainians are dogs sort of stuff. And I'm like, 
I literally had to watch no more than five minutes to be like, this is proper fucking ganda. <laughs> like, just go on like TikTok or go on Twitter, go on Instagram, meet someone from Ukraine, for God's sakes. It's so easy. It's so easy. You meet friends from all around the world. We don't have to guess what people's lives are like. Good Lord, we certainly don't need to trust scary documentaries to get a picture of what people's lives are like. Just go on their damn Instagram feed and look at the pictures. It's why I think these American communists need to do a lot better research, unless, unless some of them, like the one party I'm picking on, unless they know that they're getting that money. That party I had a falling out with, like I got no further than that recruiter because it had come up that I asked, like, what's your opinion on the war in Ukraine? My opinion is, Kyle, is that any imperialist war is bad. It's all about making the people suffer. It's all to put people into more poverty, kill, 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 you know, sell the military industrial complex with contracts and deals and yada, yada. There's no good for the average folks. And that communist party had that ideal baked into their constitution, but then their actions were the complete opposite of those actions. They're like, well, we support Russia in this war. I'm like, you mean the same Russia that's ripping down statues to Lenin? <laughs> that Russia? <laughs> you mean the one that bombed a bunch of the, the few remaining Soviet items in Ukraine? That Russia? With who? What? Anyway, I might be digressing a bit. <laughs> we were talking about bombing and we're still talking about bombing. Maybe I'm not digressing a bit. This is all about fear tactics, folks. This is all the same thing I'm still ranting and raving about. Okay. Moving on, our last subject for this episode, because we're probably chatting quite a bunch. Oh, yes, we are. We're halfway through already. The last topic of this week is going to be Biden's executive order on reproductive health care. Wow. Well, that was just put out today, the 8th. Uh, his speech was not at all what we'd want to see from a leftist, in my opinion. But is it a shocker? No. He got on and told people to vote. Specifically women. Blaming it on the women, of course. You own half, more than half of the vote in this country. It's your job to vote. Just they wait until they get the women's wrath. Well, you see, that's really out of touch opinion because not all women are aligned, right? We got a lot specifically of white women who back Trump's monarchy ideas. How do I know? Look out my window. You're all around. Uh, they're voting against women. I also have a mother that votes against women, too, for the record. Like, she doesn't she doesn't believe in any programs that help women. Her answer, this is what America's challenge is for communism, by the way. Her answer is, no one helped me, so we shouldn't help them. I don't want to breathe the same air as those type of people. I just don't. I just don't want to breathe the same air as people that think that way. Whether that means I need to go off to a different planet, whatever. Send them. Send them first. I don't know. I don't want anything to do with them. But that idea is just so toxic. And that's where we are in a really hard spot here in the United States. Back to Arctic's question from forever ago. What do we do? How does a communist party and system work in America? <sighs> the problem with any communist or socialist party in America is a lot of Americans do not want to help each other more than that it is a turn off like a turn off for them to think about helping other people so that really makes communism a tricky sell in this country because the ideas i have i don't mind if my personal life decreases like i don't mind if my own personal wealth is shrunk i don't care if um my quality of life takes a small hit when i was very young 
I remember asking that question in this area to my parents and being like, you know, why are, why do we have a little bit more money? Why, why could, do I have this thing and those other people don't? And their response was, we don't ask questions like that. You know, what are you talking about? Why don't you deserve this? You know, those people don't work hard enough for it. Go shock, big shocker that my parents are anti any sort of social safety net sort of thing. Yet, they've certainly used them, certainly dipped into unemployment. Mm, some of them now want to get some disability stuff. And when they asked me about that, I said, well, good luck. Good luck. You've been voting to strip these systems. I'm sure you're going to get it real fast. I'm sure it's going to work out for you just like that. <sighs> Chat, I wish I had one answer. I wish I had a magic bullet to tell you, like, do this one thing and it's going to be fine. But what I can tell you is start to organize. Start to work with your friends. If you've got friends that are sympathetic to socialism, it's time to have the conversations. I guess that's the first step here in this group is to say, I still have way too many leftist friends who are afraid of socialism and afraid of communism. And the trick is they're running out of gray space, right? That gray space is going away. So if they won't jump on board the hardcore leftist train, they're going to be on the fascist train. Willingly, I don't know. You know, is it is it like malicious ignorance? Or are they like, well, I just don't like socialists. And, you know, honestly, it'd just be better if Kyle stopped talking because he's telling me things I don't want. So, like, if we just do have him arrested, that would kind of just be easier because I can watch Netflix without him raving on Twitch about how I should be a socialist, too. I'll just go ahead and, you know, be a bootlicker. That's what's starting to happen. There's just less room to negotiate in the middle. Becoming an enabler is really all that we've got left in that way. Kick-ass, why are people like that? Even back in the day, when the native tribes were getting conquered, there were certain native individuals who'd betray their own for privilege from the conquerors. Yes, yes. Sort of the idea of race traitors. I love to use that word. I love to use that word because it's just, race and class traitors are some of the absolute, like, dirtiest dog sort of thing out there. People that are just turning against their own kind because Kick, my honest answer, my, my reason, my thinking behind it, greed, personal greed for power, for wealth, greed. I mean, the true, like the true, like you want to talk about uh, seven deadly sin stuff that that is like we're taught. This is the real greed, not like, oh, I kind of wish I had more money or mm, I kind of wish I had enough money to go on that cruise. With my friend, believe me, that stuff's not ruining the world. It is this, well, I'll just sell out a whole group of people because fuck them, it makes my life better. That's the sort of greed we're talking about. And that's huge. I, I don't know absolutely how we start tackling that because that's sort of like almost a re-education thing and the idea of re-education is scary. And, but these are human traits that we've got to figure out better mechanisms for. Greed has been around forever, and I don't see us really finding a way to combat it overnight. The Soviet Union had a huge issue with greed, too. I think one of the systems that allows greed to take a huge amount of power is our understandable laziness. We, as average people, I've probably said this a dozen times tonight, do just want to go back and watch Netflix. We do want to go back to sleep. And I'm not here to judge people for wanting that. That is like baked into our DNA. If it wasn't baked into our DNA, we would just naturally spring out of bed. We wouldn't be tired. We wouldn't be eating. We wouldn't be hungry. You know what I mean? We just, we just do, 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 do. But we don't, we're not doers. We're lazy. I mean, humans as a whole. Like we know, we know how to trick the dopamine in our heads. We know these sort of things. We find 
you know, self-care things and we stay in them. And I'm accusing myself of this too, because for years and even most of the days of the week, I do find ways to hide away so that I'm not absolutely losing my mind. But we need to take accountability and responsibility. One of the things that's really hurt America or really allowed for a lot of this, maybe, maybe that's the wrong way to say it. But I'll say this, giving up all of our powers to the big box stores has not worked well for us. That's something that the Pioneer program is aimed at, like, getting around, is, is teaching people how to do these skills so that you don't have to go to the grocery store to get your goods. I think in America, that's been one of the bigger things to decentralize uh, our communities, to separate the people, to make us more dependent, is that as we don't know these skills, as we lack these skills, we need to rely on big box stores to accommodate for us. And it's certainly true that, like, you know, you can't make... It's unrealistic that people are going to make computers in their homes. For anyone that's played a survival game out there, you know, you only got so many skill points to spend. You only have so much time in your day. Not everyone can be the master engineer. And even if you could, uh, it's not going to do as well. I mean, you can't just do everything. Our systems rely on a lot of people working together. We need to try and find a way to get our people working together locally in our areas but that requires people to be conscientious. It requires people to pay attention. It requires people to hold others accountable. And right now, America does not have any of that. We're scared of accountability. We don't want to hold others accountable, maybe because we think we'll be held accountable in turn. But that is probably where I'm going to start wrapping up this podcast for today. Just a quick and rambly update on the state of America. If you're feeling like me, know that you've got people out there who are feeling the same We'll find out more about Biden's executive order as time goes on, but it really, it's better than nothing. But I don't think by much. It's better than nothing because there isn't anything else. We'll see what this does. It's probably going to drive a wedge into the society out there. It's probably going to make people start to fight and, you know, argue more. The, the faith in Biden's going to go even further down. And I mean, again, I'm not a Biden supporter, right? I voted blue, but you got two options. You can either burn your vote or vote blue, but voting red is off the table, right? And there's, there's not communist red in this country for anyone listening at home. It's, it's, it's a fundamentalist blood of a bunch of children. Red is the GOP. So, Friends that are listening at home, we're going to wrap this up. Friends that are in Twitch chat, we're going to be chatting with you in just a second. I'll go through and read some more comments here, catch up on things. It's a good reminder, though, that during these, we only take a couple from the chat just because time is, is a little, you know, fickle. We already recorded for about 45 minutes of a show. So quite a, quite a nice, healthy rant. Um, I would encourage people listening to podcasts, do come and join the Twitch chat. That's a great place to be. We have a Discord server if you want to get active. Two ways to join it. One, by going over to ko-fi.com forward slash Kyle Paranormal. That's where you can join the Pioneer program for as little as $5 a month. But if you'd like to go further, we would welcome that. Oh my goodness, that would help me so much. We've got tiers going up to the $25 a month where you can get... Uh, behind the scenes, uh, or I'm sorry, you get recordings or archive. That includes our say on Saturdays and it includes some of these other Twitch streams too. They're all put up there on our website. Although beyond that, $55, we do quarterly bundles, which are going out in the mail. Those are going to get revamped too. A lot of this stuff, a lot of this stuff is uh, going to be geared at getting you active, folks. And if you're a, someone that struggles in any way, you know, if it's a, a physical or mental disability, anything, in money, anything that impairs you from being able to participate in a full way, please reach out to us. We 
We'll make almost any accommodation we can. For people that don't have money but certainly have time, we have a huge need for you as well. We need people that can um, donate their knowledge and skills for crafting, for education nights. But right now, every Thursday is going to be our education night. So join us on Twitch for those. This public to everyone. Stream starts 6 p.m. Eastern, but the main deal starts at 7. 7 p.m. Eastern time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Yesterday, we did sewing. Next week's going to be fall garden creation, then cast iron, and then we're going to be talking about recycling your food waste to create better, more efficient gardens. Eventually, we're going so far as firearms training, so look out for that. We're going to be covering some medical skills for riots and things of that nature. We've got a whole game plan lined up, and if you'd like to support it through um, theory, through like actions, through teaching any of this, again, doors are wide open. I'm over on Twitter and Instagram at Kyle Paranormal. I also have the tag Kyle Communist. So again, Twitter and Instagram, both Kyle Paranormal and Kyle Communist. I'm much more active on the Kyle Paranormal. That's just my default primary account. Our website is revelatornetwork.com. Revelator, R-E-V. Oh my goodness, I'm not gonna be able to do it as I read it out loud. Revelator, R-E-V-E-L-A-T-O-R, network.com. I just had a super big brain fart whenever I wanted to go say that. Revelatornetwork.com, it's linked below uh, in, in this episode, so you can go find that very, very easily. That's where to go check out the Pioneer program. It's right there on the homepage now. Uh, it also has our nightly outline. Mondays are Marxist Mondays here. Thursdays are Pioneer Nights, but we are here for Tarot Tuesday. We do have Witchy Wednesday and more. Be safe out there, everyone. Get in touch. Don't be a stranger. If you're a communist practicing on your own at this time, this is the time to really get into a group. Even if you're not fully in alignment, it's a still a good time to join. As long as whatever that party is or group doesn't like directly offend your sensibilities. You know, the one that I was talking about earlier was like huge red flags. If they didn't have that one problem, I would have been so in. That's why we need to talk, and that's why we need to better these systems. We need to hold other communist parties accountable. Make sure they're practicing what they preach. Because if they're not, well, they're actively working against us. And as Lenin would say, spontaneity is not good. So what we need to do is organize and get ready. See you all for Marxist Monday. Until then, be safe. Bye-bye.